following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. And this week, you can get in on the Pistons and the NBA action. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And new customers who use code HUGE when they sign up can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by DraftKings. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together for hour number three on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer inside this hour, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com on Michigan's victory at Penn State. Harbaugh situation, his press conference earlier today. Also, Johnny B, Johnny Borton from the Wolverine.com before the end of the hour. We have spent the afternoon talking about Harbaugh, the Big Ten, Michigan's win at Penn State, and our Lions. Just a fabulous road win. Road wins at the Chargers, at Tampa, at Green Bay, at Kansas City. Any win is a win, as Dan Campbell told the team afterwards yesterday, but just a season that still has a long ways to go. You just... Went past the halfway point. That's it at 7-2. and two. You get the Bears Sunday short week for Thanksgiving Day with the Packers. Lions two weeks from now at 9-2. and two. In that conversation for home field advantage, which I said all summer, I, I thought if they got home field advantage, they could get to the Super Bowl. And Tony Romo on CBS yesterday said, this team is good enough to win the Super Bowl. And Jim Nance said before he signed off on CBS after Patterson nailed that field goal to win it, I won't be surprised if I see this team in Vegas, which is site of the Super Bowl. Our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What'd you like about that Lions win? Not too much not to like. I thought the pass rush, Herbert had too much time to stand there and throw, and I still think... Going forward on all those fourth downs could bite you in the rear in a big game against a quality opponent. Playoff time, I think you need the 50-52-yarder. Get points on the board or make it a two-score game. But they're 7-2, right? That's the story of the Lions. And Campbell is such a great leader. What Holmes has done, we're watching Gibbs, Laporta yesterday, Jamo downfield blocking. Had a great grab. Mm. The rookies. Goff, his presence. Like Dan Campbell said, I trust Goff. 
So you can join us on the Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day, by the way. Celebrate every game day in Lions win. If you're 21 and up without adult-crafted cocktail, Honolulu Blue, blue raspberry lemonade and vodka available at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or at stores all across Michigan for those who are 21 and up. Go get his perspective on everything going on. Clayton Safey just arrived last night back at Willow Run Airport in the private Wolverine.com jet with Chris Ballas. They made their way back after an important win. Even if we didn't have the Harbaugh Big Ten drama, that was a circle game as the toughest one on the schedule. Even most said it would be tougher than Ohio State because you had to go to Happy Valley. It wasn't a whiteout game at night, I think that played into it, but Michigan's dominance start to finish. You never really felt they were in trouble, and then they didn't pass the ball against the best run defense in college football in the second half on their home turf. So Manny Diaz can take his little snipey video about sign stealing, and James Franklin, uh, if he keeps firing assistant after every game, uh, at some point, when will the Penn State faithful and university step up and say maybe it's a head coach? But uh, Clayton Safey uh, is standing by after a rowdy uh, weekend in State College, Pennsylvania. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Yeah, very rowdy weekends. Uh, very chaotic weekend for the Michigan team for us covering it. Um, you know, talking to you on Friday after you know the news came down of the suspension and then the whirlwind that was really the next 24 hours from Jim Harbaugh not being granted an injunction by the Washtenaw County court to Michigan pulling out a really gritty 24 to 15 win over Penn state. So like you said, I mean, this, this game was circled, you know, basically when the schedule came out a year ago, uh, but really all off season, everyone was pointing to this game. They knew Michigan didn't have too many big challenges before it. And they passed the test with flying colors, uh, an odd game, definitely not, the script that you thought it was going to take. Uh, I I figured, you know, it'd be tough to run the football and JJ McCarthy would have to be really good on third down, which he has been all year, but Michigan flips the script and runs 32 straight times to close things out. Their last pass was with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. And, um, you know, they were the more physical team. They busted a couple of those long runs uh, and, and they get the job done. So very emotional Michigan football team from, I watched this game from the field and from, you know, early on in warmups to after the game, this was a team that had all sorts of emotions and you could tell they were extremely, extremely happy and proud of themselves and and each other for doing what they did on Saturday. Away from not having hardball, away from what lies ahead with Maryland and Ohio State with or without hardball, and we'll find out Friday with that hearing. We'll talk about that later. But is this football team set up to not lose another game this season? I mean, I think it's possible. Um, You know, I I wouldn't bet on one team as the clear favorite, I would say, right now in college football. But I think they're certainly among that tier. And when you look at the rest of the way here, I mean, you got Maryland this weekend. Maryland has completely fallen off from what we thought they could be early on in the season, thinking maybe they're the fourth best team in the Big Ten. Who knows who that is, but I'm not sure it's Maryland at this point. They just beat Nebraska on the road, hard-fought win. But, um, you know, they've kind of fallen off here at the end. And then Ohio State, um, you know, it's going to be a battle. I think both teams are playing well. Ohio State seems to be playing a little bit better, and it's going to be a, a real challenge, you know, for Michigan, as you would expect going in. Beyond that, um, you know, I, I would say that, 
you look at, it, it doesn't feel like maybe last year or the year before, especially 2021 when Georgia was kind of that best team that had that generational defense. It feels like Michigan's going to have a shot. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the country that can go a long way, um, but need to make some improvements, need to pass protect better. You know, a huge reason why they, they had to run the ball or not had to, but decided to 32 straight times was one, they had a lead and Penn state wasn't moving the football on the Michigan defense. And two, they couldn't pass protect early on in the game. J.J. McCarthy was running for his life. So they got to sure that up, right tackle spot, especially make sure they can do that against Ohio State's really good defensive ends and the other DNs they're going to have to play if they do make the playoffs. So that's going to be huge. Yeah, you're kind of watching Barnhart getting beat in that first half, and then the second half when they were able to run, they didn't have to pass because the last thing you wanted was J.J. going down on a blind side hit. The impact of Corm last year we thought would hurt the team, but they were – Phenomenal, as was Edwards uh, in Columbus. Uh, so is that a pressing issue looking ahead to Ohio State? Because the one place where Ohio State, outside of having Marvin Harrison Jr., who I think is the best player in college football, is that the Ohio State defense in their big games this year. And granted, Penn State and Notre Dame aren't what they were at the time they beat them or aren't now. That The Ohio State defense, to me, is, it has improved dramatically from the last two years. I agree. I think it's the strength of their team, and you don't usually say that about Ohio State. So I think you're right, and they got they got a couple of really good edge rushers, and they do have um, you know the secondary is very much improved from a year ago for them. So I think everything's going to be tough. Uh, I will say you have seen some teams run the football on them a little bit. I think Michigan's run game, the way they got it going against Penn State, you know, it wasn't overly efficient on a down to down basis, but they were able to really you know pound the rock, pound the rock, get those big runs that they needed. I think that can go a long way for them building their confidence. And then I, I do think there's more from the pass game than, you know, than we saw on Saturday, certainly with only eight pass attempts. Um, you know, I think that they can do some things to help out Carson Barnhart at right tackle, uh, make sure that, you know, whether you chip with a, a tight end or a running back or shift the protection, um, you know, I think they can do that. And, uh, you know, you know I, I believe that it's probably going to be a lower scoring game than you would expect. Maybe, or would have expected coming into the season against Ohio State, but it'll be kind of interesting to see the, the chess match there because Michigan now knows that it, it does have an issue there, I think, in pass protection. they gotta, they got to kind of figure that out. So maybe, maybe Saturday was a, a good thing in a way, knowing that, okay, when we go against these elite DNs, and, and Penn State does have a, a great defensive front, maybe the best in the Big Ten. So, but knowing that, hey, we do have to make some adjustments, we got to make sure that we shore that up. Maybe it was a good thing as they head into what will be a really huge game in two weeks. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, from where everything is, from what you've read, on the Big Ten side, on the Harbaugh, Michigan side, how do you think that hearing will play out on Friday? It's tough to say. I mean, no one that we spoke to in the legal community, as you would call it, expected them to not make a ruling one way or the other before kickoff or, you know, maybe even a little bit after, but to then put it off to a hearing on Friday, which everyone also says is interesting timing. Um, and given this judge, it seems like he kind of likes to be in the spotlight a little bit. Obviously Michigan is going to be traveling on Friday for their game at Maryland. So that could throw a, you know, a wrench in some of the uh, travel plans there. So we'll see. Um, you know, the Big Ten is going to be able to state its case, it sounds like, at this hearing in front of Judge Tim Connors of Washtenaw County. So Michigan's going to be able to do the same. Jim Harbaugh said it's not his, uh, it's not his dance floor, the, uh, the courtroom. 
And, uh, you know, he's a big Judge Judy fan, he said, but it's not his dance floor. He'll probably let the lawyers handle it. But it sounds like he's planning on being there and may testify if he needs to. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I think likely Michigan gets their temporary restraining order and Jim Harbaugh is able to coach the rest of the regular season. But I think there's some doubt there, um, you know, based on the Big Ten being able to, to state a case. You know, maybe they say, hey, they won on the road at a top ten team's place um, without him, maybe it's not irreparable damage to have him suspended because that's one of the, the key issues that Michigan's raising with the Big Ten suspension in court. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how it plays out and certainly uh, not the smartest guy, uh, you know, to, to make a prediction on that, but uh, trying to listen to the experts when it comes to that one. Harbaugh sitting in the courtroom with uh, four <laughs> tickets to the Ohio State game with a little white <laughs> sign above it. This is for you, Judgy. <laughs> this is for you. I don't think he's going to take any chances like that these days. No, but I will say, seriously, from a positioning standpoint, for Harbaugh to be in that room with Big Ten lawyers, to be in that so the judge can see him sitting back wherever he is in the courtroom, for the judge to see him, because I think he's listed on the complaint, uh, so yeah. uh, Harbaugh's presence there. I, I think is big on the Michigan side. I'm just saying not as a legal analyst, just looking at everything connected to this case and the fact that it will be in Washington County, home of the University of Michigan, and that could be a fight that the Big Ten brings to the table where they want it out of there to get a fair ruling. Yeah, I think that could be a factor for sure. I mean, just kind of his presence could make a difference. And you're right, it, you know, Washington County, you would think it's a slam dunk, and Timothy Connors the judge that we're talking about of Washington County is a lecturer at the university of Michigan law school, making $267,000 per year from the law school. And I know that was show me a connection there. I don't see anything. (laughs) Right. Exactly. But there, but there are people also in the legal community that were surprised. They didn't bring this to uh, the Eastern district of Michigan federal court uh, as well. And felt like it it maybe would have had a better chance there, especially knowing uh, potentially this judge and kind of his history and everything. Um, so it's, it's kind of uh, interesting, um, you know, how it's, how it's playing out and, and what might happen on Friday with that. So uh, and it, I guess it could get removed and moved to the federal court. <laughs> Again, I don't understand exactly how that all works, but it seems like for now the hearing will go on on Friday. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. So it looks like the polls, the playoff committee, uh, it, it looks like the only one punishing Michigan in any way, shape, or form. It wasn't the officials on Saturday. I thought they were uh, fair. Uh, it, it seems to be as the Big Ten. That's it. Yeah. No, no one else has an issue with Michigan outside of the coaches who are on that conference call where they asked Harbaugh to leave with Tony Petiti and other ADs and or presidents. We don't have any list yet uh, at HarbaughHaters.com, but you need a secret passcode. Uh, and I don't think Harbaugh sucks is the one that gets in. I tried that. Uh, but uh, the, only, the only people uh, in America that seem to have an issue with it are other Big Ten schools, other Big Ten ADs, other Big Ten presidents, and the Big Ten office. Yeah, and the the network that no longer has rights to Big Ten games. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, ESPN. (laughs) Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, it seems pretty clear to me. Um, And, you know, I think that's also 
And you just want to win, as you said at the top. I mean, winning this game against Penn State was a huge priority no matter what. Again, basically all offseason, everyone's pointing to this game. But, you know, doing that and winning, you know, I mean, again, it could have been 24 to 9. Obviously, Penn State scores late there in garbage time. So winning, you know, pretty comfortably, you know, pretty much controlling that game uh, from how it felt to me. I think, you know, speaks a lot about how good this, this football team is. Um, and as Jim Harbaugh keeps saying over and over and over, just watch the game, uh, watch the games, watch this team play, you know, watch the way they interact. I mean, this is just a good team. And I think it's pretty clear at this point that, that you know, that's the case. And, they, you know, they were going to be 10-0 and 0 no matter what, um, you know, a potentially rogue Stafford did or not. So I think that's kind of where we're at. The college football playoff committee said they're going to judge the team's based on how they perform on the field, everything else is a big 10 or NCAA issue. So for Michigan in that regard, it's, it's kind of game on. And, you know, if they, if they go on and go undefeated, win the big 10 championship, I mean, there'd be no reason for the, the college football playoff committee to, uh, to penalize them, especially because they're playing the end of the year here without the quote unquote unfair advantage that, you know, some people are saying they had previously. Well, I think this is a tag team effort by the big 10, the rest of the member schools, most of them, and the NCAA, because when I read Ballas's story from earlier today at the Wolverine.com that the NCAA is conducting investigation uh, today, or at least interviews, not, I don't think it's a full-fledged investigation, but conducting interviews with CMU football personnel about how, if it was Connor Stallions or who was on that sideline <laughs> for the Michigan State game, because I think, and they're trying to do this, NCAA is moving faster on this than anything I've ever seen them. Uh, do in the history of the NCAA because they would love a smoking gun to present in front of a judge and to leak to Pete Thamel that Harbaugh knew or ordered Connor Stallions to go undercover and get on the sidelines. Because to me, that is the only egregious thing I've heard that if Harbaugh was behind it, where you literally could lose your job. Yeah, probably because it means he also lied, but uh, I really don't think that's the case. I don't not, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the investigation, but I really don't think they're going to find that, um, you know, especially if they haven't already. So you're kind of looking at, you're right. They're, they're moving pretty quickly. It seems like, um, you know, at the same time, Michigan would still have 90 days to respond no matter what, even if the NCAA handed out a notice of allegations. So this season would not be affected in that way you know, other than anything the Big Ten maybe steps in and does. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of what comes of the NCAA investigation. And, and as we talked about last week, it's still kind of hilarious to me that, that there no one's come out and absolutely confirmed that that was Connor Stallings on the Central Michigan sideline. Um, but I'm not sure how much of an effect really that, that aspect of it is going to have either way. Um, you know, maybe it's, it's adding one extra violation on there. But, you know, he's, he has already resigned from Michigan and, um, obviously he'll probably get a, you know, some sort of show cause or something from the NCAA either way. So, um, it's just kind of, a you know, more of a, of a comical relief type of thing at this point with, with that area of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think the big 10 basically wanted to step in here. And I think as far as this season's concerned, Michigan's going to be able to, to finish this thing out with no further punishment and potentially Jim Harbaugh back on the sideline Saturday, depending on what happens in court. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. Yeah, it is interesting, though, how quick they went to CMU to interview people with the hearing on Friday. Right. Again, I have no 
no confirmation of any connection, but all this seems to be a very bad connect the dots uh, performance uh, across the board. And yeah, that still you've had no confirmation. It was Connor Stallions on the sidelines. Nothing from Michigan State. It was their field, their security. Nothing from CMU, where if it was Stallions, he's within two, three feet of McElwain, the head coach, and near other assistants. Had CMU gear on. You've had no confirmation. Nothing. Well, them not confirming it or commenting really on it is kind of all the confirmation I need, right? Same with you, I would assume. Well, yeah, and they got a compliance. Their AD used to be with, you know, NCAA compliance. So you you can kind of read between everything here, and we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll see what they do. Okay, buddy? I appreciate it. I know you're busy, man. Got to go do a podcast. <laughs> you're big time. You're doing it with Broom and Ballas? Yes, sir. We'll be live on, on YouTube in 10 minutes, so not to compete with you. So everyone stay, keep watching the, or listen to the huge show. Well, sure. you're on in 10 minutes on the Wolverine.com YouTube channel? That's right. Yep. Okay. Well, then people can listen. Way to, way to move up the times to compete with me, Clayton. We got a basketball tip in an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's You got to be you. done with that because you got Michigan in the Gavit games against Patino. He has no track record with the NCAA. No, he's no, coach. Just, just keep him out of pool halls. All right, we got to go, right. okay? Take care. Thanks right. for having me. All right, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Chris Ballas, Clayton, Anthony Broom, John Borton, and Doug Skeen bringing you everything connected to Michigan football, and also they cover Michigan hoops and everything. Michigan Athletics at the Wolverine.com. Speaking of Johnny Borton, he'll join us coming up. You can answer our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Your thoughts on the Lions win in San Diego. And also, where are you at on this Harbaugh Big Ten Michigan situation? 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge on the Mercantile Bank Listener Line. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions were on the road yesterday in L.A. against the 4-4 Chargers, who had won two straight before the late-game heroics from Lions kicker Riley Patterson, who knocked down a 41-yarder to give the Lions a 41-38 victory. Jared Goff was 23-33 of for 333 yards and two scores. One to Amonra St. Brown, who hauled in eight catches on nine targets for a whopping 156 yards, which gave him four straight 100-yard performances this season time. Herman Moore and Calvin Johnson as the only players to go for four straight in a single season. The one-two bunch of Montgomery and Gibbs combined for 193 yards on the ground, led by David's 116 and one score, and Gibbs added two touchdowns and an additional 35 yards from scrimmage, giving him three consecutive games over 100 yards from the line. With the win, the Lions improved to 7-2 on the season. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement. 
ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, man behind the glass. Topics that are trending on the show today. Lions in that win in L.A. Noah Harbaugh Saturday. Michigan start to finish. Just Warriors. Sharon Moore, living legend. After one post-game interview, Michigan two wins away. From going back to the Big Ten championship game, and it looks like, believe it or not, Iowa, who can't score any points, are 8-2. and Oh, my God. I wonder if Maryland had Matt Rule signs at Nebraska. Oh, me. The one thing I'll say, we had David Gregory, who's an attorney, NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. He's our expert when it comes to sports and law. He was on the phone earlier. He'll be in studio Wednesday. Looking ahead to that hearing on Friday. Question I posed to him, how do you quantify the Big Ten's claim that what Michigan did and how much of a competitive advantage it was. And the Big Ten even mentioned that athletes were at higher risk of injury. Are you kidding me? Clown show. So you can join in on our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Thoughts on the Lions win against the Chargers. Harbaugh, Big Ten, Michigan's W at Penn State, one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Let's go get John Borden, senior columnist for the Wolverine.com. His thoughts on the win at Penn State, what the weekend meant for Michigan football on and off the field. And it's not over yet. The hearing on Friday and still Maryland and Ohio State. Maryland at Maryland and Ohio State at the Big House on November 25th. How you doing, Johnny B.? Great, Bill. Big uh, Saturday for Michigan, obviously. Huge spotlight, no coach. 
as far as Jim Harbaugh, and uh, and yet it was a uh, kind of a statement day by the Wolverines. You know, if you go through the emotional roller coaster ride, and you take what it was like at this time Friday with the Michigan Nation Harbaugh hearing as the plane landed, Pete Thamel thirty minutes before the Big Ten leaked it to him. Uh, there was so much disarray. Everyone's checking their phones. I'm at, you know, Grand Rapids, West Catholic, Catholic Central High School football game, checking my phone every two seconds, wondering if the TRO, temporary restraining order, is going to come in. You don't know. Oh, my God, he can't coach Saturday morning. Is this going to affect the team? The team just was in warrior mode, start to finish. They get the W. Uh, and, And now there seems to be a moment to catch your breath. And I think it was... Anthony Broom or Clayton on earlier today, and I agree with that, that you just a deep breath right now, and you know you can win without Harbaugh, but also uh, there's still everybody fighting for Harbaugh inside the University of Michigan, and we'll find out more after that judge rules on Friday. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And I think the key word that uh, Jim Harbaugh used, he talked for 26 minutes today, which is longer than usual, Long opening statement, but the, in the last minute of that, he used he, the word galvanizing, and uh, he he just sounded like this was a moment that he can he's wanted to feel uh, wanted at Michigan. He's wanted to feel the backing. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Ward Manuel came out and delivered the first hit on Saturday before kickoff ever happened when uh, when he called the decision by the Big Ten to uh, put Jim Harbaugh on the shelf as unethical. And, I mean, that's, that's taken on the league right there. And he, he um, between Ward Manuel and Santa Ono and the Board of Regents and uh, Michigan fans, there is no question that Jim Harbaugh uh, feels very wanted and very backed at this point, and it it rings throughout this team. You saw the determination and the anger uh, and the edge that they played with, and I think this is going to carry over over the next couple of weeks because it, it, they they feel an injustice has been done. That doesn't mean there hasn't been any wrong done, uh, and that uh, the uh, the investigation might eventually find something out that. Uh, you know, mission's going to get nicked for beyond what has already happened. Uh, but I'll tell you what, this is a this is a program right now that is very together, and out of this could be uh, could come uh, Jim Harbaugh inking a contract that uh, has him doing this for years to come. Another part of this that I was thinking about throughout the broadcast today, and John Borden, senior columnist for the Wolverine dot com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, that it's not only about this Friday or Saturday or Ohio State the following week, that what stuck out to me, this was the first time I've ever felt Ward Manuel publicly had Harbaugh's back since the day they signed him and introduced him. I'm, I'm telling you, and that was actually Hackett. So, I mean, if I'm not wrong, and Hackett was in that transition, uh, if I remember there, and maybe Ward was just beginning. I forget the... Final transition on Hackett being the interim AD. But I I just, I've been saying all along through the cutting his pay in half, through hoping he takes the Vikings job where you hear sources say that, 
that knowing everybody there has your back, this could be the best thing, as you mentioned, Johnny B., that could help Harbaugh and Michigan football for the next decade. It's really big. It's really big to have that sort of unity uh, behind Jim Harbaugh, to have the president of the university tweeting out on your behalf, to have Ward uh, just absolutely went scorched earth on Saturday morning. He was furious when uh, you got the family rather than the, the call to Michigan. I mean, they didn't. The Big Ten didn't even give Michigan the courtesy mm. of letting them know first, uh, and and to find out by social media. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. This is something that that could um, resonate well beyond what happens this year in in a potential another Big Ten championship. This could this could have Jim Harbaugh feeling like. Let's go, boys. You want to go to war? Uh, this is where I want to make my stand. This is where I, I uh, this is my school. Uh, these people are behind me now. And how powerful is that? He said it's overwhelming. And, uh, and that will be tough to beat. He's, he's, that was how he closed his press conference today. That will be tough to beat with all of us together. And uh, I, you're right. This could, uh, this could carry far beyond whatever happens over the next two, three weeks or even a couple months. Can you imagine what that scene's going to be like inside the big house? I know they have to take care of business against Maryland. That's no slouch team. Could be on the upper half of quality teams they've played. I know Maryland's been up and down, but if you get to November 25th and Michigan's in that locker room with or without Harbaugh, they know they have their – beliefs or suspect that Ohio State started this mess what the that, that game doesn't need any hype but the emotion on the Michigan side oh my lord no question about it no question and Michigan is is running on emotion right now I don't think there's going to be a trap game uh, because they have a poster right now in Schembechler Hall a poster sized shot of Blake Corum's bloodied face after the uh, Penn State game, and he goes to the to the interview room like that. And uh, they they are casting this as a you know the the, the Warriors out there, the Gladiators. Mm. And Ohio State comes in. Come on, you know this is this is a program that isn't hasn't been afraid. Their reps and their their uh, fans to point the finger and say cheaters, cheaters, and. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I said that, that is, that's like an axe murderer calling uh, a jaywalker a scofflaw when you're talking about uh, what Ohio State, uh, even the, the stuff that we know that program has pulled. And uh, so, yeah, I think that, that Michigan is prepping to um, do a multi-pronged pushback against the Ohio State University, and step one will come in two weeks. His name is John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Here's my final thought before I let you go, Johnny. That And here, here's where I really feel comfortable about the NCAA and why I think they're going up to CMU to interview because they don't have nothing on hardball and they want to see if you know Michigan sent Connor uh, Stallions up to CMU, if there's some connection to Michigan on this, that... Okay. That if, okay, I look at this public stance uh, backing Harbaugh, and I look at Santa Ono, 
and now Ward Manuel and uh-huh. Jordan Acker and Board of Regents and everything and former players. But I'm talking about the people in the know. And that would start with the AD, a Board of Regent, and Santa Ono. Don't you think before they went public defending Harbaugh that with their lawyers, with whoever compliance looks into things, that they made sure that Harbaugh wasn't connected to Stallions? Hey, I mean, it makes perfect sense, does it not, that you take that strong a stand, Bill? Right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you're, not gonna, you're not sticking your neck out there uh, and, and likely to get, it, uh, get your head chopped off. I, I just feel it, it definitely has the feel of uh, of a group of men that uh, know what kind of a, a hand they're holding in this uh, in this high stakes poker game, and so yeah, I, I I absolutely get the same sense that you do that um, they they didn't just go out there swinging on uh, on on hope and a prayer. John Borden, senior columnist, uh, joining us uh, on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line from the Wolverine.com. Yeah, I, I believe they all did their homework. They've been they they've looked at what the NCAA presented them early, what everything that's been out there. I'm sure they might have their own investigators looking into it, and they would not step up and back Harbaugh like this. And that's when support really means a lot when you're accused of things you did not do. And people stand with you because they know who you are and they know the facts. And in the end here, it will be interesting what happens on Friday. And also moving past this, will Michigan be able to live with Tony Petiti being the commissioner of the conference they're in with all the money Michigan brings at conference? What, what I feel has happened, and I, again, does it mean Michigan could look at the ACC or SEC? Heck, with college sports today, you never know what's around the corner the next day. But when your loyalty, your rivals, your traditional games, your battleground teams in multiple sports all turn on you, Michigan has no loyalty left to the Big Ten in my mind. Yeah, I think that's true, uh, but I don't necessarily that think that that translates into Michigan moving out of the Big Ten. We've heard a lot about that, and I'm not saying it couldn't happen. But uh, before that happens, I think Tony Petiti could uh, wind up losing his job. Exactly. Because what will happen privately is Santa Ono uh, and people connected to Michigan will tell uh, the other presidents, if Tony Petiti stays on, we are going to look at leaving. So if you want to look at the numbers, and it's Ohio State and Michigan that bring in the majority of cash to the Big Ten. If you want to look at those numbers, and also, by the way, Santa Ono picks up the phone and calls heads of TV networks that have deals with uh, the Big Ten, and they know Michigan's numbers. Okay? We're going to look at other conferences. They're going to tell Tony Petiti, you're out. Hey, they lose in court here on Friday. To me, yep. to me, that would be enough to ask Tony Petiti to resign if I'm the other Big Ten schools. Look at the embarrassment you called up. You, you want to talk about sportsmanship, Tony Petiti? You want to hold Michigan to the floor on sportsmanship when you tell Harbaugh to get off a call and you talk with all the other football coaches? Get lost. There's no question. And uh, I, I think even more than, um, than if, they, if Michigan lost, I think the other 13 
powers that be in the Big Ten are, are still pretty happy right now. Oh, yeah, justice was served. Harbaugh gets put aside. But if Michigan turns around and starts uh, dropping the goods on other programs, Boom. Yeah. Then that's, there you go. You know, that's your ex getting. Yeah. Bored. You know what? Then, Michigan has no loyalty to anybody. I don't care about rivalries, tradition, history. It's out the window with what the Big Ten did here. JB, I got to get to a network break. Thank you for your time, my man. I think we lost him on his mobile phone. John Borton, senior columnist for the Wolverine.com. You can read him there with Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, and Doug Skeen. Knocking it out of the park this year with the the on-the-field and off-the-field stories. We do have one final segment straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Save on Thanksgiving in one stop at Meijer. Get a Meijer Grade A frozen turkey, 59 cents per pound, limit one. Plus all the potatoes, stuffing, and tasty pies you could want. And preview Black Friday deals in the Meijer app. Deals so good, you just gotta celebrate. Get Thanksgiving in one stop and shop holiday deals this week at Meijer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meijer app. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spot. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up a Moneyline Monday. Make sure when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use that code HUGE and Pistons and NBA fans that do that can bet five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game and get $150 instantly in free bets. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Also, if you miss any HUGE opinion on the Lions, Harbaugh, Michigan, the Big Ten story, and more. Our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. 